What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm your host, the Prince of the Six, Diaz York, Fly Guy DY, your boy Slim. And you know how I like to do. Let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. I'm going to turn it up, though. Oh, come on, turn me up, turn me up, turn me up, turn me up. I hope everybody is well. I hope everybody's staying safe. I hope everybody's masking up. I hope everybody is doing what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? All these, uh, these new COVID, man, I was, I was hoping that Inslee would like, I don't want to talk about, I talk about this stuff way too much and I get into a rant, but, um, this is like the only thing that's really been new in the news. And like, I feel like he's going to extend the deadline because I don't know, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. Actually, let me, I just want to explain that thought. So I feel like he's going to extend the deadline because he ain't really talking about it. And that's what he did the first time. So the first time the deadline was going to be on the 10th, right? And then he didn't even, and then he just said, well, it's to the 4th because of the numbers are still high. But like, these are one of those things that the numbers are going to like remain high until like they can figure it out. And we got to stop saying uh, the flu is deadlier. They're talking about the flu kills more people each year. But you're like, yeah. But it's like the first year everybody's had like, this is the first year of like, COVID, so, like, we don't know, like, what the numbers will be. I'm pretty sure the numbers won't be, like, extremely high. Um, I'm not sure. I hope, I pray they're not extremely high. But you never know. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Um, you never know. But, um, yeah, I feel like he's just going to push it back, and then everybody's going to be sitting there like, bro, come on, man. I feel like a lot of things have changed. School, school, school is going to change. The way we, like, go to school is going to change. I think they're not gonna I think they're gonna do maybe um they're gonna probably do more virtual learning in the sense of like we'll still go to like school and college and stuff like that, but more in the sense of like it'll be like three times a week instead of like the five and then two days out of the week, you know, you guys can work remote. It'd be the same thing, honestly. Um but yeah, I just think it keeps everybody safer. Um yeah. So yeah, I just think, you know, everything will be fine in the long run. We just got to, you know, keep doing what we're supposed to be doing, masking up. I've been seeing people with no mask. And, like, I, I don't understand it because, like, it, to me, this is why, this this is where they get into the, I don't like talking about people like this, but this is when we get into the population of, like, stupid. So, I am working, right? And now, my job, I have to watch the door sometimes because capacity is a certain amount of people and, you know, over capacity, you know, you know, you know what I mean, it's doing too much, you know what I'm saying? Now the store's big enough to fit more people than the capacity, but for like a, for just everybody's safety, you know, whatever the case may be. But anyway, so people will like take off the mask. Like they're not outside, like they're outside the storefronts in the mall. But like they would take off the mask like when they leave the store. And I'm just like, yeah, but like, that's like, you didn't really stop anything from happening. You just like, I'm just going to take off the mask when I leave the store because, because what? And honestly, it doesn't affect your breathing. Like, it really doesn't. At first, it kind of throws you off, throws you for a loop because you're like, you're not used to it. It's like, imagine if you had to talk, I, I'm okay. So imagine if you had to talk, it's going to get a little muffled, the audio. So imagine if you had to talk with your, like a hand, hand over your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is me with my hand over my mouth. Like, you're not used to it, right? But sooner or later, if you had to keep doing it, you'd be you'd be fine. 
Same thing with the mask. Like the masks aren't like like unbreathable. Like you can breathe through the mask, and it's a preventative measure. You know what I'm saying? It's not comfortable, but you do what is necessary. You know, you have to do what you got to do for the betterment of people. And it just shows me how selfish you are. But people are just. It blows my mind. People blow my mind, and they don't they don't understand COVID and the real issues here. You know what I'm saying? But I got to since. We're just going to, you know, we're going to move on from COVID because I talk about COVID too much. Um, COVID, 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 schmovid. And I know I'm just, you know, it may seem like I'm not taking it as serious, but I am. And, you know, I, people, I want people to be safe. But if people aren't going to take it as serious or just not care enough, then there's no, you know, there's no, it's like, it's like you try to give somebody advice, but they won't take the advice. So it's just like, why am I keep giving you advice types things, you know, that type of deal. And it's just like, well, you're supposed to, cause you're my friend, but you're like that one friend that just doesn't listen. So I'm like, I'm just going to stop giving you advice or I'm going to stop talking to you about stuff that you don't want to listen to or hear, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I just, I just think people are just, Oh God. But we got, a, a, you know, like we got a new drop. Let me, let me find, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Hold up. Let me, let me pull it up. I'm trying to find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. And when I do, is is I found it. So here we are. City boy, city boy. That's what I am. I'm a city boy. I'm a city boy. You know what I'm saying? So this episode is dedicated to my city. Now I was I was um. I was on the web trying to find things, articles and stuff to read. I haven't done that in a long time, and I like reading articles. So. Especially for you guys, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I got a good uh, a narrate, narrator voice, you know what I'm saying? To a certain extent, I might not sound the most enthusiastic at times, but trust me, sometimes, you know. But anyway, so I um, found an article, and it was like what are Seattleites known for, or what Seattle is just known for, period, the people of Seattle. And I'm like, okay, well, what are we known for? So then I was like, okay. So then the article was like, people are known with no for North Faces. If you're from Washington, you pretty much have owned or own a North Face or a Columbia. And I own a Columbia. I own a shell of a Columbia, like the waterproof one. Um, I used to own a North Face. I used to, North Face are super expensive. That's the only reason why I have a Columbia. You know what I'm saying? Because the Columbias do the same thing, but they're just Columbia. And people look at you differently. It's like, oh my God, fighter jet over here. Computer's overheating. But um, it's like having a, um, what's the thing? What's like a um a knockoff version of something? Columbia's not even knockoff. It's just not the same type of. I can't even say that the same type of quality because it's not in my place to say that because I don't really they do they don't they do the same thing in the sense of like the North Faces really don't like keep you super warm unless you have like a like the ones that keep you warm like I just have the shell and I have a hoodie under. And um, yeah, so I I really don't know what like what like what's the difference between a North Face and a Columbia. I feel like we get too caught up in that that BS and that garbage between which is better when they're honestly both the same. But you know they said anyways they was just like if you you're from here you own. Let me readjust it. They were just like if you from here you own either a Columbia or a North Face. It, it said North Face, but my mom was like Columbia, so I was just like, you know, you have some type of protection from the rain and stuff like that. Also, they were like, people have umbrellas and don't use it. I have an umbrella, but I kind of see why. I use it from time to time, but like, I have a car, so I just get in and get out. Like, I just, 
you know, when I'm, if I'm walking far, it's not that far of a walk. In majority of the time, people aren't really walking in the rain. So, yeah, I just, there's no need for that. So, yeah, like, people have an umbrella, but they don't use it. I'm kind of in that same boat. I use my umbrella more frequently because, like, I kind of have the purpose. Like, it serves the purpose for the umbrella. So, and it feels weird having something and not using it. You know what I'm saying? It's like using a water bottle, like having like a hydro flask, but just like never using it. You're just like, why do you even have it? Then? I just have it just in case, you know? And we have the most consecutive days out of the year as far as rain goes. But as far as like the inches and stuff, it could rain for two hours and then get super and then be dry for the rest of the day. And that still counts as a day of rain because it rained for two hours. It rained throughout during the day. So that, that counts. But, at the you know, I don't know, man. That's a, that, that was a weird one to me. So I'm like, so why do you even have the umbrella if you're not going to use it? But then that's why you have the North Face. I, ugh, look, hey, man. And then they say that passive aggressiveness, for sure. I say that all the time. People are super passive aggressive up here. I talked about this last episode, I believe, but this is more in depth. Um, super passive aggressive. They just let stuff go. Like, if you walk in front of somebody, no one's going to say nothing to you. They might give you a look. But in this, as far as, like, like and, and for, for those who, like, what? That doesn't happen? Just watch people. I people watch all the time. I, I, it's rare that I talk in public because there's no need to talk like that in public. I people watch though. I watch and I look around and put my, my you know, my AirPods in. And I'm, I'm watching people because people, and you notice the behavior. So if you ever want to notice some passive aggressive behavior, like people walk in front of each other don't say excuse me at all, but they don't get upset about it. They don't make a big scene, a big deal. I say excuse me because that's the polite thing to say and to do, but... It's just a certain thing that you condone. You that you can condone. Now, I'm not the type of person that you be like. If somebody walks in front of me, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, excuse you." I'm not gonna say that because like, who cares? And that's like the passive aggressive behavior I'm talking about. But if I'm walking in front of you, I'm like, oh, if I cut you off, well, my fault. Excuse me, my bad. Let me just squeeze through. Excuse me, you know stuff like that. But their behavior is passive aggressive. I think everybody in Seattle knows that. I think everybody just knows that Seattle behavior is just super passive-aggressive. But maybe you don't know. Maybe you're the passive-aggressive one and you don't know. I watched this one video um, not too long ago where this guy, he was like, everybody in the room, it was, I'm paraphrasing. He was like, it's the moral of the, I'll tell you at the end. He was like, you know, you won't be able to tell what he's capping. Because I know when I don't brush my teeth and I don't brush my teeth. It smells. But he was like, you won't be able to tell that your that your breath stinks because even though it's under right under your like your your nose, right? Your mouth, it's under your nose. He was like, You won't be able to tell your breath stinks. But everybody else in the room can, but you're the first person to tell someone whatever, you know, something about themselves, but you can't check yourself. That's pretty much what it boiled down to. So I was just like, Seattle people can't check themselves when it comes to that passive aggressive behavior. Like, it's rude but it ain't really rude, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Seattle, I'm not going to say they condone weird stuff, but at the same time, you're just like, mm. yeah, so that was one of the three things I read. And I was like, you know, that'd be a good topic to talk about. So I looked up on the internet, and um, according to Odyssey Online, this is, um, yeah, the odysseyonline.com, this article uh, was written December 5th, it was written December 5th, 2016, by Caitlin Gillihan, Gillihan, from University of Idaho, but I don't understand 
How you from Idaho? Maybe she's from here. She went to the university. I don't know, man. Look, it says 14 things you definitely know if you're from Seattle. And then the, the um, that was his headline, but the subheader, if that's, what, if that's what they call it, don't you dare pull that umbrella out. See, I told you. They don't use umbrellas. It's the weirdest thing. I'm from here, right? You two will see me with an umbrella. And it says, I'm not going to read all of it, but it says, unless you're from the Emerald City... Most of you know Seattle as you see on Grey's Anatomy or Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm going to burst your bubble right now. It's not like any show, book, movie portrays. Don't get me wrong, it rocks. But it's really not, it's not nearly as fun as the cliches as it looks. Without further ado, here are 14 things that everyone from Seattle knows to be true. It is, first of all, what's her name? Kaylee or Karen? You sound like a Karen. Kaylin. I say Karen. Kaylin, I'm sorry. Whatever, Kaylin. Look, it is fun. I love my city. It's super fun. It's really fun. Honestly, it's it's so fun. It's really fun. Um, I'm just not an outdoorsy person like that. You know, we got to go somewhere and do something in the sense of like, whether it be indoors or I'm just not the type of person like, let's go on a hike. When majority majority of the days out of the year, it's raining. Or it's wet or humid or muggy, and I'm just don't want to. I don't feel like dealing with that. So, I'm not one of those guys to be like, let's go on a hike, because everybody they mama's like, let's go on a hike. I try to do things different from everybody else, Kaylin. So, yeah, Seattle, but Seattle's fun to me. Um, it's way. It's to me, it's funner is not a word, but it's more fun than Atlanta, and funner is a word in my dictionary. So hey. It's funner than uh, than Atlanta because Atlanta is just so boring. Oh, my God. People love Atlanta. But I'm like, if you're not in a club, bro, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not. What, what are you doing in Atlanta? What, what do you do? What do you do in Atlanta? They try to call Seattle, uh, Atlanta the black Seattle. And I was just like, when I went, we went during the week, uh, the, the, the duration of a week, and there was nobody there. There was no one walking around. If I go to downtown Seattle right now, people are walking. They're just it's busy. It's busy until people go home. Like, it's busy until everybody's off work. It's just busy down there. You know what I'm saying? In Atlanta, it wasn't even busy during lunch. I'm like, it's not even busy down here. You guys just cap Al Capone. Anyway, it says, if you live on the west side of Washington, this is number one. If you live on the west side of Washington, you're from Seattle. Which is a fact. Well, not a fact. I say, if you're... No, well, here's the thing. It's like saying is you, if you're from like some type of. I remember. Somebody was like, um, Matthew McConaughey's mom's from like some type of city or town in New Jersey, but she says she's from Trenton because no one's ever heard of Trenton. And when I'm reading this little caption, it's like, it's just easier to identify with. Oh, you're from Washington. Well, where are you from? From Washington. Oh, I'm from Seattle. Oh, okay. They don't. People don't know where Everett is. Now, if you tell me. You're from Everett. I know you're from Everett. That's just like an hour and a half away from Seattle. On a good day, it's about 45 minutes, depending on traffic. But I know that you're from Everett. Or I know you're from Ocean Shores, Aberdeen, Giggs Harbor. You know, Gig Harbor, Giggs Harbor, Gig Harbor, uh, Ocean Shores. I already said that, I think. Um, Olympia, Vancouver, Chelan, Spokane, Yakima, um, Wherever else you're from, I don't know if you're in Washington, but yeah, 
Yeah, it just says that. It says nobody knows about Everett unless they're f from the area, so it's much easier to asso just associate myself with the big city living. I once met someone from Forks. It's four hours away from Seattle. My homeboy, Adonis, asked to go to Forks, and I said, why? <laughs> that That's it. You're pretty much... So if you're on the west side of the mountain, she's pretty much saying you're from Seattle. So yeah, if you identify... If you're just... And to give you more specific, if you're from, like, the greater Seattle areas, like Renton, Kent... I mean, Kent's not really greater Seattle, but, like, Renton, Tuckwilla, um, Seattle, or any other cities in Seattle, you're from Seattle, they'll claim that. I lived in Seattle. I live in the south... I live in the south... I lived in south Seattle for about... Since I was about, I'm trying to remember. I played little. I played Pop Warner or Little League football when I was about. I lived there for a minute, actually. I want to say I moved over there in a, about. When I was about maybe, I think Sade. I don't know how old Sade was. A, a bad memory, but I can't remember how long we lived there for. I know we moved out in ninth grade a year, so and that was only. Three years ago, four years ago, so that was a long time ago. That I li I lived there since 2015, so from from since I can remember to 2015, that's when we uh, that's when I, that's how long I've lived in the south of Seattle, and it was good times. People are nice, you know. I lived in a pretty cool area, you know. Got our house broken into one time, but that wasn't nothing. Like they didn't take nothing, but I don't know if that was confidential. But look, it already happened, and like we don't live there no more, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, you know, it was good times. People were cool. They got everybody out of there though. They got all the um, minorities or ethnic groups out of there. Gentrified out of there. Got them out of there. And I, I I like driving over there because I like to see what you know what it's become, and got them out of there. Honestly, it it's it's way nicer. But um, yeah. So I lived there for a pretty long time. So I can claim I'm from Seattle. You know what I'm saying. I lived there for half my life. Majority of the memories I made are from there. Even though I went to school in Renton, I grew up in Renton, but I was raised and I lived in Seattle. We only the only reason why we used the Renton address is because like we we I went to Bryn Mawr, and I used to live with my grandma. So Bryn Mawr was the closest school that we went to, and it was just like the meeting area for like all the. Uh, birthdays, holidays, whatever you want to call it. That's what we did for, um, where I was at my grandma's house. And that was just like, we already went to Bryn Mawr. We used my grandma's address. We went to Dimmon, used my grandma's address. We went to Renton and used my grandma's address. Even though, didn't even live in Renton. We lived, I lived in Kent, Fairwood, and Seattle. I did not live anywhere near downtown Renton where Renton High School is located. So, yeah, I just, but it was just easier to use that address. And my grandma's address is a, it's Bryn Mawr Skyway, and Skyway is unincorporated King County, but the address is, a, uh, the area code is the Seattle area code. So, technically, she lives in Seattle. So, technically, because she's like 10 minutes away from Seattle. Honestly, she's 10 minutes away from like Rainier Beach, 10, 15 minutes away from Rainier Beach, from South Seattle. She's not that far away. And, um, yeah, so... Played in the Vista, um, most um, A plus. Played there, Seattle Select and wrote bro Roosevelt. That's deep. You're talking about some deep Seattle. That's deep. That's up north. That's North Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Went to the Roosevelt Church. 
to go hoop. It's a big church too. But um I was cussing in church, missing shots and stuff, you know. Whatever. But um unimportant to the story. But yeah, I did everything I everything I did was in Seattle. Everything I did was in Seattle. Because there wasn't nothing written. Like, there wasn't nothing written. I and I just lived closer to Seattle. You know what I'm saying? I know for middle school we lived there. And I want to say up until maybe about the second grade, maybe even the first grade. Second grade for sure. Second grade for sure. Maybe the first grade. No, second grade. I'll claim second grade to about ninth grade. So about, no, it was about eight years. So maybe about first grade to about the first grade to about first grade to ninth grade. I lived in uh, South Seattle, Columbia City to be more specific. And Columbia City is jumping. The only problem with Columbia City is not enough parking and it's super, super small. But they're expanding and they're going to get, you know, bigger. You know, play for the Vista. That was fun. Good times, man. Good times. Good memories. Play for Rotary and the CD and on Yesler. It was good times, man. Good times. Went by the lake. Used to always go by the lake, uh, take the walk the loop on Seward Park, skip rocks. All that, all that good stuff, you know what I mean? All that good stuff. Anyways, there's 14 things and I'm stuck on just the one. You've gone the wrong way on a one, you've gone, the second one is you've gone the wrong way on a one-way street. I've never done that ever. Granted, I just got my car, but I've never, even now, I never have done it. Yeah, because it's like, you're stupid. You've got weird looks for saying, man, I could really go for some dicks right now. I always say pause, and honestly, dicks is disgusting. Let's just get that out the way. Dicks is so gross, so greasy. I refuse to eat it. If I have to eat it, I have to be really, really down bad. It's cheap burgers. The fries are nasty. The shakes are small. The burgers are just, I can get that, any, I can make that my anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I can make that at my own house. Disgusting. Disgusting. Addicts Deluxe, bro, your stomach's on fire, bro. Yes, it rains, but we don't use umbrellas. That's, um, yeah, it's, it's, that's for, I told you guys about that. You realize that the Space Needle is just a huge tourist trap. I've never been to the Space Needle before. I don't know how there's, I, I get how she can write it, but she's not from Seattle. You know what I'm saying? She's from Everett. I don't even know who goes to Everett. You know what I'm saying? If you go to Everett, you're going there for like a day trip. There's got to be something in Everett. There ain't no major malls in Everett. You know what's funny? I I, I believe... I'm going to look this up too. The biggest mall in western Washington is... um Is uh, whatchamacallit? Westfield. Westfield's the biggest mall in Washington, I think. I think. It probably is the biggest mall in Washington. And Westfield is so raggedy. And Westfield is the south center for all you the heads. For all you Seattle heads. Um, I've never been to Space Needle. I would like to go. I don't know how it's just a huge tourist trap. I don't know what she's talking about. It says, in all honesty, I've never been to the Space Needle until a year ago. But I'm super angry. I paid a whole $27 for it. Total rip. If you're from out of town, yeah, sure, go for it. It's a cool cultural thing that is expected of a tourist. You get sunny views of the city. But as someone who isn't, who isn't starstruck by it anymore, I'm pissed at how much I paid to go on a glorified birdcage. She didn't go when it was updated. They got it. It spins. You know what I mean? It spins. She didn't go when it was. She didn't go when it was updated. It spins. It spins. And I heard the food up there. The restaurant was all right. 
Man, look. And she's mad she wasted $30? Come on, man. You can't be mad you wasted $30. Then you can't afford a space needle if you're mad for 30 bucks. Not everyone is high all the time. Okay. That's the sixth. I swear, that's the sixth. This, the fifth one was just about the, her being mad about the space needle. The sixth one is about not everyone's high all the time. It says, marijuana is legal for recreational use in Washington State. So everyone assumes that the air reeks of weed or something, but there's super strict on but there are still super strict laws on it. You can buy it and carry it so much at a given time it is illegal to use in public. So no, Seattle is just not a town of stoners unless you're at folk life. It, it, I, I'm reading this five, four years later. Times have changed. I'm pretty sure there's still laws. I'm pretty sure, you, but you can smoke it whenever you want to. Now, I think they changed the law because if you're going to use it for recreational use, then you should be able to use it whenever you good and please, you know, you bought it. You can smoke it in public. You know? There's kids here at the park, okay? What do I got to do with me? I'm smoking. We're kind of over Starbucks, true. Starbucks is everywhere. I mean, honestly, there's better coffee. There's better coffee places than Starbucks. We love sports. We do. And all of our teams suck. Sight, except for the Seahawks. Big concerts are their norm. Um... I guess that's nice. It says for but for the eighth one, Seattle are big ones. We love sports. Seattle may be known for its hipsters who avoid mainstream things, but we have a whole lot of pride for our teams. Every year I look at my Mariners keychain and think to myself, it's their year, it's finally gonna go well for them. I'm almost wrong. I'm almost always wrong, but that's but that what that's time me from going from games. Hell no. We also love soccer and of course football we love used to love basketball too, but we won't go there. Yeah, they sold the team. The guy who owns Starbucks, or who started Starbucks, bought the Sonics and sold the Sonics. Tax write-off, right? Big concerts are the norm. What big concert? She said Justin Bieber, Kanye West, 21 Pilots. Get out of here. Adele and many more have had shows in our city in the past year. Don't get me wrong. I love going to school. I love going to school in a small town with a community feel, but it sucks to see all the concerts out going on in Seattle that I can't just hop on the bus and go to. You should probably get a car. Um, it's cool when shows acknowledge us, but they usually get everything wrong. They don't know. Who cares, bro? It's progressive AF. All right. Seattle lights aren't really mean. Really aren't mean. They're passive aggressive. Some people in Seattle are some of the nicest, some, some of the kindest people I've ever met. They are jackasses, sure, but every city has them. But overall, we try to help each other out. People will likely take random conversations really well. Make you feel right at home. Pipe Place is one tourist area we really don't actively avoid. Yeah, it's just there. Everything is super expensive. Before you jump to any conclusions, no, it's not because the minimum wage increased. A lot of it has to do with the fact Seattle can't really expand more than it already has compared with companies like Amazon moving in and all the buildings. and blah, 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 blah. So pretty much what she's saying She's from Everett, and she has nothing. She has no idea about Seattle. I'm not hating on the girl. All I'm saying is, baby girl, if you're gonna be right about Seattle, you gotta be at least more right. I'm a city boy, city boy. I'm a city boy, so I know more stuff about this, and we do love our sports, bro. Fighter jet, overheating. I get it. I get it. You know, I get it. You know, you're having a hard time. You're having a hard time. You're having a hard time, and you're having a hard time. That's all I'm going to say about that. But, yeah, I don't think 
I don't I don't think Dix is that good because it's just not that good to me. And I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for it because man, man, it's not that good. Honestly, honest to God, it's not that it's not that good, man. And you can't add no toppings. You can't add, like for me. I'm a, I'm a huge accessory guy when it comes to food. If I can add anything to make my food and my delicacy like experience be, uh, better, I do it. So hot sauce on everything. I put hot sauce on the mac and cheese. I put hot sauce in the greens, the collard greens. I put hot sauce in the chili. I put hot sauce in the red beans and rice. I put hot sauce in the jambalaya. I put hot sauce on a chicken sandwich. It's going down. Hot sauce going down. And I'm a bacon dude. Even though the pig's nasty, you know, not, I try not to eat as much pork, you know, because bad for your heart and stuff like that. But, man, I tear some, man. But that's, eh. So bacon, whoo, whoo, whoo. I'm killing the bacon, you know what I mean? I'm killing the bacon. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't add no accessories. Another burger joint that's overrated is In-N-Out. I never had a Whataburger. I feel like Whataburger's pretty good. Um, but burgers are kind of overrated, honestly. Let's be honest. I know burgers are probably one of the more American things on planet Earth. But uh, burgers are just not good, bro. It's red meat. Red meat's bad for your heart. And it gets you fat. And that's why you look at Americans. We're, we're fat and we got heart problems. But, except cookies. What are cookies? I never knew what cookies were. But, here I am. I am. So, moving on from our great city to something that's more subjective, obviously. Before I read this off, my list to like, so I'm talking about the places to live. I think the best places to live or New York, and I'm not taking into account affordability and stuff like that. I think this list is taking into account affordability because I don't know why. Um, anyway, I mean, affordability is a main thing, but people are not, that's not, that's not like the first place they go to. You know, they're like, oh, I don't want to just go. I mean, some people, like, here's the thing. If you're tired of the big city, you go down south. Me, I'm a, me, city boy. City boy. I love the city. So I wouldn't necessarily wouldn't leave the city life because I've just always been ingratiated and it's just in my blood for the city. I love the city, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't necessarily leave the city, but at the same time, I get affordability. But everybody can go buy a mansion in Austin or Houston, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody can go do that. You, you got to be some type of person to buy a mansion in LA, New York, but you wouldn't even buy a mansion in New York. If you'd be like in New Jersey or even the Hamptons with a mansion, you know what I'm saying? And you'd be in Medina or Queen Anne or Madrona. I think that I think it's called Madrona. With a mansion, you know what I mean? So it's Seattle, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? You got so people, you know, I just feel like the affordability is just one reason why people want to leave Washington. And Washington is super expensive. I get it, but it's the cost of living goes with how much you get paid up here. The job, And that's anywhere you go to. People feel like they should always get paid their worth, but 
two incomes is better than one. So if you're going to get a house, then you want two incomes. You want to be married, have a house, yada, yada, yada. The traditional American way. That type of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, it says what to, um, okay, it says there are a lot of, in, so this is the, according to bankrate.com, this is America's best places to live in 2020. And it says, what to consider in a place to live? There's a lot of individual preferences involved when it comes to deciding on the best place to live. Factors like family proximity, climate, and community size can all influence your decision. However, there are some common themes that should be taken into consideration when deciding on a new place to live. To assemble our list of our best places to live, we've looked at six different factors in 50 of the most populous U.S. cities. Keep in mind that there are smaller communities around these large cities that may be equally desirable places. Affordability. First and foremost, we look at affordability including housing expenses and each city's cost of living compared when it's with its average salary per worker. The definition of affordable differs by household, but it's important to weigh your income against how much it will cost you to live in a given city. Culture. We, we also looked at culture, the well-being. I'm not even going to talk about that job. Well... The well-being of a city and its per capita data on restaurants, drinking establishments, and arts and recreation businesses, job markets, average commute times, and the unemployment rate for 25 to 44-year-olds, safety, property, safety, parentheses, property, and violent crimes, and an educational attainment, the percentage of college graduates in a city, net migration. Finally, we look at the net migration of each place. All the cities on this list have a positive net migration, meaning that they are some of the, some of the fastest fastest growing cities in the nation i couldn't read that last sentence i had a brain aneurysm anyway here we go um number one is austin texas affordability i'm not gonna read everything biggest limitation is affordability i highly doubt it um actually i take that back austin might be more expensive one of the more expensive places in, in texas but affordability um Six, 6 out of 10, the culture is 7 out of 10, safety 8 out of 10, you have a gun, job market 8 out of 10, education 9 out of 10. Okay, the biggest advantage is education and culture, the biggest limitation is affordability. The second one is Portland, Oregon, I highly doubt it. Because um, Portland's, Seattle's better than Portland. And I've been to Portland a lot. It, But the taxes, that's why they put Oregon number 2. And it's talking about just growing so and i feel like a C seattle was already established and i'm super seattle biased because i love my city but also you gotta think into consideration that we are already kind of like i view seattle as a top five city to live in and we get all the seasons we got good food the food's okay honestly but no, nothing beats the south when it comes to food so that's like a no-brainer if you want to move somewhere because the food texas atlanta louisiana you know that type of thing um, the food's great up here. It's all right, I guess. It's city food. What you, what, what you gonna do about it? Um, the community's cool. The crimes, you know, there's not a lot of crime. Depends on where you live. I think it's that third and pine. That's just that one block is super violent. I don't know why. It's just one block, but whatever. But anyway, Portland, Oregon. Affordability is seven out of ten. Okay, probably. Culture is 9 out of 10. Safety is 7 out of 10. Job market is 5 out of 10. Education is 9 out of 10. 
the biggest advantage is the culture and the education. Biggest limitation is, you guessed it, job market. You didn't guess it. Now, I would love to live in Minnesota. Um, Minnesota is number three. Affordability is 8 out of 10. Culture is 4 out of 10. Safety is 8 out of 10. Job market is 9 out of 10. And then education is 9 out of 10 as well. The biggest advantage is the job market. I don't want to say education. But the biggest limitation is the culture because 4 out of 10, 4, terrible culture. There's, there's no culture. Fourth is Raleigh, North Carolina. Affordability is 8 out of 10. The culture is 3 out of 10. Safety is 9 out of 10. Job market is 8 out of 10. Education is 9 out of 10. Biggest uh, advantage is safety and education. Biggest limitation is culture. Now, these studies are on the up and coming, apparently, according to the previous article I read. Anyways, um, article, uh, paragraph. Cincinnati, Ohio. Affordability is 9 out of 10. The culture is 6 out of 10. Uh, safety is 9 out of 10. Job market is 6 out of 10. Education is 7 out of 10. The biggest advantage is affordability and safety. Biggest limitations is culture. Um, okay, moving on. Number 6 is Denver, Colorado. Affordability is 6 out of 10. The culture is 7 out of 10. Safety is 5 out of 10. You're going to get robbed in Denver. Um, job market, 8 out of 10. Education, 9 out of 10. Job market, education, the biggest advantage, biggest limitation is obviously safety because you're going to get robbed for your weed and your purse in Denver, Colorado. Mm, good, good water. Number seven is Nashville, Tennessee. Affordability is six out of ten. Culture is six out of ten. Safety is five out of ten. It should be like negative one out of ten. Job market. 8 out of 10 education, 8 out of 10. The biggest advantage for Nashville, Tennessee is job market and education. Biggest limitation is affordability. Here's the thing about um, Tennessee. Now, Nashville is close to Memphis. I don't know how close in proximity they are to each other. But I know Memphis is one of the more dangerous places in the world. In the world. Memphis is, like, dangerous. So, and Nashville is too close to Tennessee. I mean, too close to Memphis. So guess what? I'm sorry, but no. Louisville, Kentucky is number eight. Who picks the, what? Louisville? No one is picking Louisville, Kentucky. No one. Anyways. Okay. Affordability is eight out of ten. Culture is five out of ten. Safety, five out of ten. Job market, five out of ten. Education is six out of ten. Biggest advantage is for affordability, obviously. Biggest limitation is the job market because there's no jobs out there in Louisville, Kentucky because no one lives in Louisville, Kentucky, period. No one is living in Louisville, Kentucky at all. The next city is, the ninth city is Kansas City, Missouri. Affordability is 8 out of 10. The culture is 3 out of 10. Safety is 4 out of 10. Job market is 9 out of 10. Education is 7 out of 10. Biggest advantage is the job market. Biggest limitation is culture. Here's the thing. Nobody is living in these cities. No one's living in Kansas City, Missouri. They're going to put the Chiefs. Now, of course, they put the Chiefs. And, and need we mention the city is home to the reigning Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. No. You don't have to. Garbage. The Gombardier. It's French for garbage. Um, the 10th city, which should be, like, way higher, is New Orleans, Louisiana. 
Affordability, 4 out of 10. Culture is 9 out of 10. Safety is 3 out of 10. Yeah, John Marcus, 3 out of 10. Education is 8 out of 10. And biggest advantage is the culture. Biggest limitation is job market and safety. Well, obviously, they didn't care about Louisiana after Hurricane Katrina. So, and safety should be like, it's, you're not safe. Um. Anyway, I feel like there's another list. But they're talking about Austin. Here's a quote. Boy, this is like a slide. I don't want to look at a slide show. But yeah, that, uh, hey. I don't know about that one. I got... Oh, I got Seattle. Not number one. So I got LA, New York. Those are interchangeable. Chicago. Chicago. Then probably Seattle. Did I say Seattle? Yeah, Seattle. I'll probably pick LA because the weather's better. Even though I like New York because it has more better city life and it's probably fresher air. I don't know how true the fresh air comparison is because it's New York. There's a lot of people there and it's L.A. So, I don't know. But L.A. is just smoggy. I, my, when, I, when we stayed in Long, me and my family stayed in Long Beach, you can see L.A. You're driving to L.A. and it's just smog. <laughs> it's just smog. You're like, what is this? But L.A. is a desert, so I get it. Um, I get it. I get it. Um, so yeah, I just think, and then the fifth city was what, Seattle? No, I said, um, I said LA, New York, Chicago, Seattle, and then probably like Atlanta. Only, you're only saying Atlanta because the nightlife and then how many people, I'm taking Atlanta out of there. When I went to Atlanta, Atlanta got to show me something different. I'd probably say... I don't know, man. Excuse me, I just yawned. Um, that was the for the low and the act, the pause and the action. I'd probably say somewhere, right? Maybe like Houston. Probably Houston is probably like five. Just cause. But yeah, so yeah, those are my top five cities that I think people could live at. Affordable. If you gotta get a job up here, obviously in the north. But other than that, you know. And they were talking about Nashville. Who the hell is living in Nashville? Who, who is living in Nashville? Who the hell is living in Louisville? They had some crazy cities on there. They had Louisville. They had Nashville. I mean, like what? No one is living in Nashville. And that's no knock on Nashville. I would love to go to Tennessee and visit. But, dog, you got to show me something different. Like, come on, bro. But anyway, um, yeah, so I just think, yeah, no. Seattle is top five. Top five, top five, top five. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about was the dishes and the different types of cuisines up here. This is not going to be a long-winded one because, honestly... The best dish up here is probably teriyaki. The more popular one is probably teriyaki. I believe so. A lot of um, Asian folks live up here. Um, so teriyaki is probably like one of the... My favorite dish is probably teriyaki. Easily. I've had it so much. I never, I never get tired of it. You know what I'm saying? You get tired of a burger, but you can't get tired of teriyaki. But there's something about that. The chicken, the rice, the salad. There's just something about it. And you know... 
You're like, you know what? Because you never be like, people get like, I'm turned off from a burger. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't want tacos or oh, I don't want pasta or whatever the case may be. But I've never heard anybody really saying, you know what? I don't really, I don't really want fried rice. I don't really want teriyaki. Everybody's like, you know what? It's not too bad. It ain't the first option, obviously. But it's not like, a, you're not going to say no to teriyaki. You'll say no to a burger before you say no to teriyaki. And that's real. So I just think teriyaki is probably the best one. The best dish for uh, Seattle. In the greater Seattle areas of, yeah, this great state, great city, great people. Um, so, yeah, I, but that, and let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. If you stuck with me for this long, I appreciate you. Um, videos are coming soon. I decided to humble myself and just go ahead and do it. Uh, there's no time like the present, so you might as well just get a head start on it. You might as well do it. Um, so, yeah, videos are coming soon, so be on the lookout for that. I got to probably retweak some stuff from my YouTube channel. But, um, yeah, so that just about wraps up this episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, the Prince of the Six, Fly Guy D.Y., your boy Slim, Diaz York. It's been a pleasure. I love you guys. You guys stay safe. Mask up. You guys are the best. You guys, you know, stay blessed. All that good stuff. And I'm out of here. But before I go. Oh, that's the wrong one. City boy! City boy! I'll see you guys later. I'm out. Peace.